Hi, James. How are you today? Very good, Wayne. Good to have you here. So we're so happy and uh, it's such an honor to have you uh, come on to the show and uh, let us introduce uh, you to our uh, 35,000 community listeners uh, around uh, Asia and the rest of the world. Uh, right. Most of them are CMO. So I'm sure some of them have heard about you, especially you being so active on LinkedIn as well. Mm -hmm. So James Orsini is the uh, president of the Sasha Group and also uh, you consult companies with a million to 100 million in revenue and you've worked previously with Sachi Sachi and Sachi and Interbrand yeah. and now you work alongside uh, Gary Vaynerchuk. Yes, yeah, and it's, uh, it's been a great ride. I've been with him now five years. That's really awesome. So maybe uh, let's start off by asking you some, uh, the, uh, you know, about the elephant in the room and about uh, Gary Vaynerchuk. Right. <laughs> so we know that, uh, you know, many people say that uh, he's a predictor or he's someone that, uh, you know, can really tell what's going to happen in the future. Yeah. Or he's just someone who is really, you know, uh, able to work fast and react faster than, than the rest. So which side are you on? Do you think he's a predictor or uh, he's a fast uh, reactor? He's actually not a predictor. You know, most people think he, he has a uh, crystal ball uh, to be able to see into the future. And the fact of the matter is, He's just uh, extremely observant of patterns and culture and what is happening uh, around. So he takes note and then formulates uh, business decisions based on uh, the way the attention is uh, in the marketplace. So to some, it'll look like he predicted, uh, you know, out of the air. But in actuality, he is observing. That's a brilliant uh, take, and uh, I think uh, a lot of us, uh, we also agree with you, especially those who follow him on social media as well. Yes. So uh, we're going to dive in about uh, some of your, your take and your views on the, uh, your insights on uh, the uh, capabilities of Vayner Media, Vayner Productions, and of yep. course, uh, Sasha Group. You have so many yeah. entities now, right? Yeah, yeah. You know, um, uh, what Gary has built uh, in the VaynerX world, uh, and uh, I was happy to play a small role in, in helping uh, bring his vision to light, um, is, is really unlike anything that I've seen in the marketplace. You know, I've, I've, I've been in this space for 30 plus years. I started in public relations. I went to branding. I've been in general market advertising. I was the CEO of a small mobile media company before coming here. Um, and he, you know, has really built uh, what we affectionately call an agency for the now. Um, and that means that, uh, you know, he, uh, he's not an ad guy, so he didn't come with 150 years of preconceived notions for how it's supposed to be. Um, he's a retailer by trade, and he's a salesman, uh, and he knows what it takes to sell. So um, uh, what he built here is a real end-to-end -end solution that um, um, very uniquely uh, yokes the creative making to the production to the media distribution all seamlessly within the same hallways. Um, and, uh, you know, it's, uh, it brings speed and value to our clients. That's brilliant. And uh, recently I read an article uh, that you wrote on Medium. So it's a really inspirational piece. I think uh, everyone who is, uh, you know, in business uh, should look at it, should read it thoroughly uh, because uh, there are so many golden nuggets there that you wrote. Mm -hmm. So one of the things that I wanted to ask you uh, after reading it is that uh, you mentioned that in Gary V's desire to create a company to service uh, small and medium-sized businesses, right? Correct. Uh, why do you often refer to the Sasha Group as a start right rather than a startup? Yeah, so, so I refer to it as a start right partly because uh, we took 50 uh, senior seasoned uh, uh, individuals from VaynerMedia, so we didn't go out and just hire new. 
All right. Yeah. We took uh, people who, who expressed an interest uh, in uh, entrepreneurial or small business, but actually had the experience of serving Fortune 500. Uh, we did it uh, not uh, separately and unfunded, but rather under the uh, auspices of, of the Boehner X umbrella. Um, and we did it with, uh, you know, someone like me who, who helped to, um, um, uh, you know, develop what is in the hallways of VaynerMedia, which gives us some protection because, as I like to say, if the waters get too deep for Sasha, I know where to go to get help. Um, uh, you know, and, and where to lean into Gary's, you know, 1,000 person, 150 million plus machine, uh, should, we, uh, should we have the need. That's awesome. And uh, you also mentioned in the article that speed and value has become the Shasha Group's uh, best-selling proposition. So could you walk us through the process of uh, building this, this firm uh, foundation from the recruitment of this or the promotion of these seven key uh, personnels to developing them and then achieving these goals and move from a predominantly scope of work service to productivize offerings? Yes, yeah, so uh, I think what's unique about the Sasha Group is it's a, it's a consultancy on the front end and an advertising agency on the back end. Yeah. So um, uh, one of the things that, that uh, Gary gave me uh, here as, as president, and it's important to, to realize he is our CEO, um, is the creative liberty to pull from observations and having worked at some great companies, right? And, and what, what was it that was special about KPMG, about Goldman Sachs, about Interbrand, and how could we pull you know, nuggets of gold from each of those to begin to service these smaller businesses in a capacity that doesn't require um, you know, uh, FTEs and hours times rates and RFPs and scopes of work, uh, you know, in, in a traditional sense that you know. This is a more product deliverable. So, hey, you want one of these, it's $20,000. You want one of those, it's $50,000. You know, you want one of those, it's $100,000. Now, let's stay focused on the deliverable, not on the amount of hours that it's taking you know, that system rewards you for inefficiency. Yeah. All right. Why would you why would you handle a creative brief in two hours? If they pay you by hour, you'd want to spend ten hours on that. Yeah. I once had a client when I was at Sachi ask me, James, how come every time I come into a room there's twelve people in the room? And I said, Because I can't fit fifteen. And then he stopped for a moment, and he thought, and I said, Listen, you pay me to be inefficient. I'm rewarded for inefficiency. Just, yeah. just pay me for the service. You want yeah. a thirty-second commercial? It's two hundred thousand dollars. Okay, Makes stop sense. worrying about how many people are on the business and everything like that. So, uh, so the Sasha Group does it a little differently. That's a brilliant insight. And you also mentioned that in one year you created something that is really special, yeah. Because last year was your first year in existence. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So uh, I'm sure there are a lot of uh, sure hard work that you put in. You know, I met mm -hmm. uh, Aaron uh, a few days ago at VaynerX, yeah. Vayner Productions. So he's someone that uh, you also identified as one of the key leaders and uh, a lot of work and energy uh, put into making that happen. Mm -hmm. So you did a lot of activities and you worked uh, so hard that uh, we, we understand and we also noticed that uh, you were everywhere in podcasts. Mm -hmm. You wrote uh, Medium articles and uh, you were in maybe two dozen uh, uh, shows talking about leadership 
And also you did lots of keynotes and stuff like that. So mm-hmm. uh, what is definitely getting out now? Not just America, yeah. Europe, but Asia. Everybody knows about you guys. Mm-hmm. And um, my, my next question is, uh, are you satisfied with the outcome of all these blood, sweat and tears on uh, your efforts? Well, look, um, uh, success is never final, right? So um, are, are we happy with where we've come in one year? Absolutely. Uh, you know, part of what you asked me before about why do you consider to start right rather than to start up um, is because a lot of what we brought to the Sasha Group, had, we had been testing in the hallways of VaynerMedia for a few years. Yeah. So the educational offering that we took that was part of the 4Ds we had been working on as, as part of VaynerMedia, um, the, uh, the uh, uh, consultancy as it relates to the mentors program that we have, uh, you know, we had been running for a year before bringing it into the Sasha group. So it's another reason why we, we consider to start right rather than to start up is because some of these things were already tested and, and tried. Um, you mentioned uh, the studio and Aaron Coban in particular. Um, we are working extremely well with our studio capabilities, um, uh, partly because I, I know what it is that we built there. Yeah. Um, I know no other agency has it. And I know that that gives us an edge in this whole um, a speed and value proposition. So uh, Aaron and I uh, just did a, uh, um, an AMA and ask, ask me anything, um, which will air later this week through Gary's social channels. And uh, the topic was why every small business needs a Super Bowl commercial. And, uh, you know, that was not meant to be take, taken literally, obviously. Uh, we don't mean, you know, a commercial for the big game that's multi-million dollars. What we do mean is that every small business should have a, a hero video um, at least annually, sometimes twice a year, uh, that, you know, can, can uh, exist on their website, be a Facebook long form, a YouTube, uh, and then uh, uh, have various cut-down versions that can be used throughout the year. So uh, that was the point that we were making. We were fielding questions on that topic and uh, um, the results of which will be uh, released later this week. That's really something exciting to look forward to. And I think the uh, value, the uh, bombs that you'll be dropping in the show will be amazing. So we'll definitely keep a lookout for that. And could you also give us a sneak preview of why the Sasha Group is a place for small and medium-sized businesses who want to unlock explosive growth should uh, work together with you guys rather mm-hmm. than somebody else. Yeah, so it was interesting, right? We were positioning ourselves, uh, especially on our consulting offering. Why would you, why would you come to the Sasha Group? Uh, why, why wouldn't you go to a Deloitte or a McKinsey or somebody like that? And our point of differentiation there, and one of the things that we believe that is valuable, is that we come at it from a, a marketing company first perspective. Think about Gary and who he is. He turned himself into a marketing property first, a media company, if you will. And then that media company decided that it can be in marketing communications, it could sell wine, it could sell sneakers, it could now do esports, it could sell books, okay? So that's our approach to consulting um, our, our you know smaller businesses that have plateaued or, or reached a point where they can't break through. We flip it around and now you are a media company who happens to manufacture and sell nail polish. You are a media company who happens to sell insurance. You are a media company who happens to sell commercial insulation. So once we pivot them, 
with with that uh, uh, perspective, uh, that's why you would come to a Sasha group for your consulting services. That's brilliant. And uh, I was uh, attending this uh, conference. Uh, it's the biggest retail event of the year uh, at Javits Center uh, near Hudson Yachts uh, a few days ago. Uh, many retailers are all very concerned with uh, so, so much technology that has been developed that has uh, you know, been showcased during the show. And they are wondering how they could harness technology, harness all these uh, capabilities to uh, spark explosive growth. But uh, none of them actually you know, fully realize that at the end of the day, is still about their branding, their marketing, and their mm. ability to develop uh, deep relationships with people. So you guys are the uh, go-to agency uh, to make that happen. Yeah, you know, we say a dream without a plan is nothing more than a wish. Yeah. So part of what we do is take dreams and visions and put them into action plans uh, that are affordable, uh, that are um, uh, reasonable in time. Uh, you know, although Gary does play for the long term, right? So there's, you know, part of the thing that he says is there's a difference between branding and sales. Uh, you know, um, when we work on a brand awareness campaign or brand initiative, don't expect to see your sales moving next week. Okay, it's a different approach than when, it, when we're trying to move product off the shelf. So, you know, we like to work backwards from the end game. Like, what is it that our clients are trying to achieve? Uh, and then uh, give them what we believe is the best solution to achieve that. That's really fantastic. And we also understand that uh, Sasha Group strives to create a consultancy whose foundation is rooted in empathy. Could you expand on that? Yeah, you know, um, uh, Gary really starts from what he calls uh, the honey empire. Um, you know, he, he cares greatly about the, uh, the needs, wants, and desires of each of his employees. Um, which results uh, in a, um, a very favorable voluntary turnover rate, significantly less than an industry that averages probably 30 plus per year. Uh, you know, last time I looked, uh, we were in high single digits. Uh, so, um, uh, you know, we do the same thing here by, by taking, uh, uh, handpicking the people that we did pick from the Sasha group. Uh, most of them I'm asking to do something totally different than they did. You know, I have, I have people working here, uh, at least a half a dozen senior leaders who ran client portfolios. Each one of them ran a client portfolio that is bigger than the Sasha group is today. So, you know, but, but yet now I'm like, Hey, we do it differently here. So you're not going to have an admin. You don't have an army of people working for you. Okay. You're the one on the phone. You're the one putting together the proposal. You're the one doing the business. Um, uh, so, you know, it's both scary and refreshing for them. I had, uh, I heard one leader talking to another and said, I haven't worked this hard in, uh, you know, in the last four or five years, but I haven't been this fulfilled at work, uh, you know, in the last 10. That's pretty amazing. And, um, can we ask you, uh, what do you look forward to, uh, in the 2020s? Yeah. And, uh, what is your vision in terms of cementing your five values? Yes. Yeah, so um, um, in 2020, we look to we're continuing to develop. Right. So this is not a mature company by any means. Uh, we will be uh, doing exactly what we advise our clients to do. So uh, I'm honored uh, that you noticed, um, uh, you know, our activity, mine in particular, on social channels, on, on uh, writing articles, on uh, uh, podcasts like this, because we don't ask our clients to do what we wouldn't do for ourselves. 
Um, you know, we don't we don't work from an ivy tower. We we are in the trenches. Um, so we're developing new products in 2020. Uh, or one of which uh, will have come into market for for businesses that were actually too small to to enter the hallways, the sub one million businesses. And and our hope is to launch a subscription model that brings them value, you know, on a weekly basis where we give them you know a couple of minutes of of golden content that they may be able to work with for you know the price of uh, you know uh, what would be uh, what would be a, a Netflix or magazine subscription type thing. That would be really revolutionary. Mm -hmm. And uh, all this innovation comes, uh, of course, uh, from the great team that you have. Um, maybe uh, perhaps uh, you might want to tell us uh, the idea of getting the team out in the world more as well and uh, seeing clients in person, right? Yeah. Uh, do you think that business travel is a great teacher in your own opinion? Um, well, look, technology uh, you know, has, uh, has clo made that a lot closer. Do I believe... Um, face to face is important. I absolutely do. Um, you know, you're talking to a guy who traveled the world for 15 years. I was blessed to fly to Concord eight times. Uh, you know, uh, I, I oversaw 31 offices in 26 countries. Um, I'm happy to take a Zoom interview from my computer right now. Uh, <laughs> so, um, uh, but getting out and about is uh, is important. Uh, the the people getting out and about. I have four people going uh, to uh, uh, one of the largest uh, uh, franchise conferences uh, uh, every year. This one happens to be the IFA, which is going to be in Orlando uh, in early February. Um, I have uh, two of my leaders uh, actually hosting uh, a breakout session for 500 people. And then I have another two of my leaders uh, manning um, uh, a booth isn't the right term, but like a, uh, a gathering center where people can actually uh, ask questions because we're doing a lot of work with franchises now. Is this also uh, quite similar to um, what you guys are doing uh, or the goal of uh, Sasha Saturdays? Yeah, so, uh, so we, we took Small Business Saturday to another level uh, this year, and uh, we are honoring uh, small businesses the last Saturday of every month by opening the door to allow them to uh, speak about what it is that they do and what's special, to um, network amongst each other, uh, to uh, ask questions of uh, the Sasha leadership team. Um, and, uh, you know, uh, this is Gary's uh, uh, jab, 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 right hook, right? Yeah. Uh, give give uh, back, pay it forward, uh, even if there isn't anything in there. You know, it, it, it wasn't meant to drum new business for us. Uh, we're, we're fortunate in that the new business queue is fairly robust. So, um, you know, we could actually be a little selective in who we work with at this point in time. You know, I don't know what the, what the future holds, uh, but certainly um, uh, this was meant, uh, we underestimated how, um, how much activity and success would, would be in there. If you look at the number of comments that are going about and the views that we're getting on that, the last Saturday of every month. So, um, you know, and it's a great example of, um, you know, where ideas can come from anywhere. All right. That was, that was a junior account person in, uh, in my uh, Sasha South office down in Chattanooga, Tennessee that came up, you know, and, and helped bring that concept to life. That's pretty amazing. So we are hitting the uh, 20th minute mark of this podcast episode. So let's dive in, uh, you know, straight into your, maybe your personal story, your career journey type of questions. How would both your parents describe what you do for a living? 
<laughs> you know, it was so funny when I, uh, uh, so I'm an accountant by trade. I, I am a CPA. Uh, I've been an auditor. I've been a controller. I've been a CFO. Uh, when I left uh, um, uh, accounting and went to Wall Street, they understood that. When I left to go into public relations, that they didn't understand. Um, and uh, I just had to tell them, listen, uh, I'm in advertising. All right, just say advertising. So they didn't know the difference sure, between public relations, branding, advertising, <laughs> and, and everything like that. So, um, uh, you know, but uh, but uh, they were they were happy with the uh, trajectory that I took. So um, maybe could you connect uh, your pastime, your hobbies, or even your activities way back? You know, when you were still in school, did it uh, made an imprint on your psyche in terms of uh, what you did after you graduated uh, from school and? your first job affect your career and business in the long run yeah well it's uh, it's interesting how you know uh, the thread of uh being around small business and entrepreneurs my dad had his own plumbing business my sister had her own hair cutting salon my brother has his own uh, building uh uh you know construction business so i've always been around businesses um, when I was younger, I was in high school and I had pretty good study habits and my parents, you know, didn't want to deflect that by me really getting a job. So my father says, what do you like to do? And what's your passion? I said, well, I like cars and everything. And he said, great. He said, let's build some garages with heat and hot water and you will clean cars. Entrepreneurial. Um, entrepreneurial. And, uh, so, so that I did and it became successful. And by the time I was in college, I had three people working for me. I had a pickup and delivery service. I was working with really some of the elite, you know, doctors and lawyers. It was not unusual for me to be driving a Ferrari or a Porsche or at 17, 18 years old. <laughs> wow. Uh, and um, that's how I got my first job. You know, back then we wore beepers and, and I was in an interview at what was then Maine Herdman, became KPMG. And, uh, and during the interview, my beeper went off. And I said, listen, I'm sorry. I have to go, um, I have a doctor's car in the parking lot and I have to get it, give it back, you know? And he, uh, uh, the interviewer, a guy by the name of Larry Jansen said to me, you know, I absolutely love that entrepreneurial spirit and you have a job here. And that's how it started. That's a brilliant story. And uh, we all know that besides empathy, all your staff, all your leaders here, they're all infused with the entrepreneurial DNA. Mm -hmm. So it uh, really matches your story as well. Do you also agree that mistakes are part of the journey, that uh, uh, depth of your skill is not how well you do it for the first time, but how well you can compensate or even cost correct? Do you feel that you learn most of what you know from mistakes as well? You know, um, my son played uh, sports all throughout high school and college. He ended uh, as uh, captain of uh, his baseball team in college. And uh, I remember throughout that career, the comment was oftentimes he is very coachable, okay? They didn't say he's the best player on the team. They didn't say we never saw a kid who could hit a ball that far. They said he was, he was really coachable. Yeah. And as a result, he always, always was in the game, always played baseball. And by the end, he ended as captain. Not the best player on the team, but apparently the most coachable. So... We look for that here at the Sasha Group. You know, we hire for people who are... I'm, I'm stretching every one of these people here out of their comfort zone. Um, but I, I am quickly... I'm quick to assess if we were to use that... continue to use that baseball analogy. 
that if you're a second baseman, I don't want you playing center field. So let me get you as close as I can to second base, and I'll get somebody else to play center field. So that's uh, that's kind of what we do here. That's a great analogy. And uh, um, we're going to maybe uh, end this uh, podcast episode with our last segment, which is the speed round. Uh, so quick five questions for you. Try not to overthink your answers. So are you ready? Okay. A brand that you cannot live without? Uh, Yeti. Favorite CEO? Gary. If you could have dinner with any three people, dead or alive, who would it be and why? Mm. I'd like to have dinner with uh, uh, Jamie Dimon from uh, Chase. I, I think he's a respectable uh, CEO. Um, I would like to have dinner uh, with uh, Jesus Christ uh, because I've never seen anybody with that kind of following for such a <laughs> short time on earth. Uh, and uh, I, I'd probably like to have dinner with Frank Sinatra because he was always one of my favorites. Frank Sinatra, me too. Cardio or weights or yoga for you? Uh, cardio. Podcasts or vlogs? Podcast. Cola or lemonade? Uh, lemonade. So what else do you have going on that you want our listeners to make sure they will be on the lookout for? Yeah, I think uh, um, it would be great if, uh, if they tune into that uh, AMA for why every small business needs a Super Bowl commercial. Uh, you know, there's 30 minutes of content there, but, uh, you know, probably uh, 20 or 30 questions that came in through Gary's social channels. Uh, but it's actually it's actually worth uh, uh, you know absorbing that content because I think there's real value there. You know, uh, Aaron Covan is an icon in the business. You know, I uh, he and I have a great bantering uh, in that, and we're sharing experiences, which is probably you know combined 50 years in this space. So I think there's uh, there's some real value there. And keep your eyes open for uh, for the Sasha Group because we've only just begun. So uh, we do want to direct our community listeners uh, also to find you on the web, to look at your work uh, about Sasha Group and also on social media and definitely LinkedIn as well. What are your social media handles and website? Yes, yeah, so for the company, everything is The Sasha Group. That's uh, the URL for our website and all of our social channels. For me, I am uh, James Orsini on LinkedIn and Instagram and I am uh, Jimmy the Pencil on Twitter. Thank you, James, for sharing your story with us. And uh, we definitely enjoy talking to you. So uh, we're going to finish this episode here. Thank you so much for coming on to CMO Asia Podcast. Well, it's great, Wayne, and I, uh, I look forward to uh, um, hearing it and hoping that your listeners get some value from it. Thank you so much.